This message is brought to you by ABC Church in Ammonford, West Wales. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org. Very real quick before we dive into it. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, that we can come here, God. We thank you that we can just come and enjoy your presence. We thank you that we can come and enjoy you, Lord, and just be with you, God, and just listen, Lord, from your word, God, and just dive deeper into you and to learn more about you and your heart, Lord. So I thank you, God, for this opportunity to come again and share from your word, Lord, but to just enjoy your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So... Just a heads up, I'm a little bit sick, so if I'm coughing, forgive it. If I'm sneezing, forgive it. But um, hey, there's grace, right? Um, so I'm going to start off with kind of um, what is worship. So do any of you kind of like have an idea of what you would define worship as? Just Let's just talk about it, conversational. Anyone? Singing. Connecting with God, yeah, what is it? Praising Jesus, is that what you said? Great. Yeah, and it's all of those things. Like, worship is is all of those things. But what worship, like, essentially is, is the definition is to honor or to adore or to exalt something. So, essentially, it's to lift something up. So, worship is what you essentially place your value on. Whatever you feel is super worth something is what you will worship. So that's why some people will worship football teams, others will worship fashion icons, celebrities. It is not necessarily a God that you can worship, but worship is whatever you place your value on and whatever you want to honor. So for us, I hope that would be Jesus, yeah? So we worship God, we worship Jesus, and we enjoy him for who he is, yeah? Do we get it? Great, awesome. So whatever your heart has your heart and your mind's attention. So in John 4, if it comes up, John, actually John 1, 4, I think it is. Joe, that one verse, great. John 4, 24, God is spirit and his worshippers, us, must worship in the spirit and in the truth so what does it mean to worship in spirit and in truth so to worship is basically in spirit and in truth from the spirit is to worship from that soul part of you when that connects with God yeah so to worship is to have that connection is to to worship from your spirit which we've all got and when you choose to accept Jesus that part of you kind of comes alive that part of you is where you would worship from and then in truth then would be the word of God. So you take, um, there's a guy in the Bible called David who um, writes the, some of the Psalms and he worships from that place of spirit but also the worship of truth. So he'll, he will worship with scripture. He will worship from the Bible. So some songs that get written, um, some that we're going to sing tonight are all written from a scripture. Because the, the Bible says that the word of God is, is sharper than a double-edged sword. The word of God, it's, it's God-breathed, um, the Bible says. So everything that is in the Bible is breathed from God. So it's every single word, every sentence, everything is God-breathed, which means God has put it there. God has made it there. It's like, it's all there. It's him, you know? So when you worship with those songs that come from those scriptures, you're worshiping on the word of God. You're worshiping on what he has said. You're worshiping in truth. Does that make sense? Great. So that is kind of what, what worship 
at the outset is and what God asks us to do is worship from that deep intimate place that only he can reignite in our hearts and in our souls that is where we should worship from does that make sense great so worship a should be a priority so worship for me is a massive priority because not only does it take up half of my life but um I think worship this is just personal now for me I think worship is an essential part of our faith. I think if we are gonna follow God, if we are gonna be obedient to him, if we are gonna look to him, we need to understand where we sit in terms of who he is compared to who we are. And we don't worship because of what we are and we don't worship because of who we are, but we worship because of who he is and what he is. And I think sometimes we can get muddled up with whether worship is, you know, sometimes you hear people, and it blows my mind, people will walk out of worship and they'll be like, oh, well, that worship wasn't very good. Or they'll be like, oh, well, that worship, I didn't feel anything in that worship. And it's like, no, like, that's completely wrong. Like, because worship should never be about us. Because if worship is what we put value on, if we are then judging that worship, it becomes about us. Does that make sense? So, when you're entering into worship and when you're looking at worship as a priority for life, um, for, for who we are and what we're going to do and we're worshiping, it is a bit like if you're thinking about you. Do you know what I mean? If you're entering worship for you and for what you can get out of it, you're worshiping wrong is essentially what I'm saying. So worship should never be about self. Yes, of course, sometimes when we worship, because God is so good, right? God is so, so good. When we worship him, there's like an overflow. And what God does is when he, you surrender and when you say, Lord, have it all, or when you say like, yes, Lord, you're worthy. Yes, Lord, I give you my praise. And you sing songs like he's the God of miracles. What God does is in his grace and in his love for us, he allows us to feel those emotions of love and those emotions of joy and happiness that all come with it because he's so good, right? So sometimes, yeah, okay, you don't get the fuzzy feelings in your heart when you worship. Sometimes you'll cry because you'll be so overcome. But the fact is, is because your emotions get in line with your spirit. So you know, like I said, that you worship from that place of spirit, that place that is connected with God. Sometimes when your emotions align with your spirit, that is where you'll become overcome in worship. For me, sometimes I find myself, I cry because I'm like, how good is God? <laughs> Other times I find myself on my knees because I'm like, how good is God? You know, there's um, a song that we're singing at the moment. Um, it's, we've just like recorded an album. Um, and it's coming out in May, so hit it up, it's gonna be sick. But um, there's a song on there called um, Seas of Glass, and it's literally all about God's splendor. And that is a song that you can't listen to, well, I can't listen to without getting on my knees, like it's deep, <laughs> like it's a quality song. And that's what happens is sometimes you have songs that you just connect with, and some songs that are seasonal, like I know for my dad, he'll tell you, um, Pastor Philip, he, um, he's got that song, Do It Again, you know the one? Dun, 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 dun. Great song, great song. But that's connecting with him massively at the moment because of the season that he's in. And so for him, his emotions align with his spirit in that song because his emotions are totally connected with it then. But sometimes you listen to other songs and yeah, it's great and yeah, you can worship, but you don't get that 
that feeling, that overwhelming sensation that you get every single time because actually your emotions aren't aligned with your spirit. But what can happen is we can confuse that and we can think that good worship is only when we're crying, that good worship is only when we're overwhelmed, good worship is only when it's like, oh my gosh, that was just amazing. No, because then it becomes about us and what we can get. But it's never about that. Good worship is when we are completely Jesus-centered, when he is our priority, because he wants all of us. And only when we give him our all in worship and everything can he truly kind of bless us back and give us them lovely moments, sweet, sweet moments in worship, which I'm sure we'll have later on. And it's just those beautiful moments I come when we are fully surrendered and when our hearts are completely linked to his. Does that make sense? Great. Secondly, when you come into worship, you have to prepare. And I think this is something that a lot of people miss out with worship because they think, yeah, I can rock up and I'll sing a song. And then by like the third or fourth song, that's when you start get going because you're like, yeah, I've warmed up now. I've sung only want to sing. Got that out of my system. Now we're singing another one. Right, let me start connecting. Let me start connecting. And then like the third song in, that's when you start really worshipping and you stop getting distracted by everything around you. And that's when your your eyes are fixed on Jesus and yeah, I can go now. And then it ends. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think when you come into worship, you have to come with that holy expectancy, that expectancy that God's going to move, that expectancy that like miracles happen in his presence, that expectancy of when we worship, things happen. And I think when we prepare our hearts and when we come with that expectancy and that knowing that God's going to do something, that's when your emotions again align with your spirit and that's where you begin to really feel Jesus. Is that making sense? When you prepare your heart, when you understand that it's not about me, it's about him and I, I am a person who cannot wait to get into worship. Like the clock, we have um, a countdown time on a Sunday and I'm like, I am buzzing. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like the first songs I hate because I'm like, no, I just want to get into worship. Like because I have a anticipation, I have that, um, <coughs> I have that holy expectancy of like, what's going to take place? Like, is someone going to get healed today? Like, is someone going to have a a breakthrough? Like, is someone's marriage going to be restored today? Like, how is God going to move? And I think when you come with that expectancy and that knowing that God's going to move and that his worship, like, oh, to be in his presence is just heaven, you know? And when you come with that, it's like, you're ready. You're raring to go. Like, come on, let's do this. Um, And then thirdly then is like the leader of worship and I think quite often we think that like or for me it was like you would wait until the good parts do you know what I mean the good parts of the song before you worship so it's always do it again we'll use that as an example I don't know how many of you are familiar with that song but I've seen you move if you watch that's when all the hands go up that's where the people start getting excited that's where the worship comes in because it's like the emotion of the song and it's great because that's how it's been written but at the same time I think when you come and you're you're like and you, you realize like okay I'm ready to worship you don't have to wait to get to that point but also like on my third point I'm jumbling everywhere sorry my mind um you are the greatest worship leader in the world 
because only you can lead yourself into that place of worship. So you have to make a decision of, okay, am I going to enter in or am I going to spectate? You have to make that decision of, okay, no one's going to worship for you. No one can make that decision of, come on, Al, I'm going to raise your hands. Al, I'm going to make you sing. Al, I'm going to shift your mindset. Al, I'm going to help you align your, your heart with, with Jesus. And no, 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 like no one can do that for you. You have to come and you have to make a conscious decision of, am I going to worship? You have to lead yourself. You have to decide, am I going to wait until the bridge till I raise my hands? Am I going to, am I going to not sing because I don't know what the person next to me is going to think? Like, you are the one that dictates your level of worship. You choose how deep you want to go. You choose how much you want to let God take over. You choose how much you want to sing, how loud you want to sing. You choose how you worship, essentially. Right? Does that make sense? Because it's like, no one else is going to do it for you. Right? And I think often we wait for the worship leader to get to that point or we wait for like the rest of the room to catch it or we wait for like a moment where the, the MCO will come up and like start like, come on guys, da, 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 da. like we wait for those points of what, okay Lord, I'll worship you now. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, why are you wasting your time? Like, let's just get into worship. Like, let's just look to him. Let's just focus on him, like the author and perfecter of our faith. And I think we can get so like, conscious of worship right and worship like this isn't the only type of worship right I'll tell you that now but I think in the setting like this we will talk about it like that like you can worship with your time your giving your life of course but in this context like you choose how deep you want to go in worship you choose how you want to sing you choose how much you want to give to God because for me like Worship is where I feel the most closest to God. Worship is where um, I'll hear God speak. Worship is where I will really connect. And like, so for me, I have that hunger. I have that thirst. I have that want and need to get into worship because I'm like, Lord, I want you to speak to me. Like, I want to know your heart. I want to experience those feelings. And it's like, but I still have to make that decision. I still have to choose, like, do I want to step into that? Do I want to go and be and, and be led? Do I want to go and, like, lead myself into worship? Like, you have to make that decision. You have to put yourself down and be like, okay, great. I'm going to worship. I can't sing, but I will sing. Why? Because you're good. My life's rubbish. Things are going rubbish for me. I don't feel like worshiping. God, you don't look good but I'm going to worship, like, and you have to make that decision, because it's like, you don't worship because of your circumstance, you don't worship because, like, God's done good things for you, of course you do, but when things are rubbish, if that's what you're going to base your worship on, it's going to be a sham, because when things aren't going well for you, you're going to be like, what the heck, like, I can't worship God, because my boyfriend just broke up with me, or I can't worship God, because I got no money, or I can't worship God, because whatever reasons that there are more than enough reasons why we shouldn't worship but when we look at things through that perspective you're always going to have a reason to hold back your worship but if we can learn to understand that worship is so about him that worship is so about surrender that worship is about laying our life down and adoring him and exalting him for who he is that is the true true art of worship to understand that 
we're nothing without him we are nothing without jesus like without jesus i don't know where i'd be like without jesus i don't know what what my future would look like without jesus i wouldn't i wouldn't know anything like my life would be a sham <laughs> you know so when we realize that and when we get that understanding of oh my life like how good is god that he would send his son to die for us that he would give us grace that he would love on us that he would be ever present that he would totally be there like when you understand that you can't not worship you know what i mean like you can't not regardless of your situation he's still good regardless of whatever goes on in your life however crap it is like he's still good he's still faithful He's still rooting for you. Whether you've got a job or not, he's still going to prosper you. He's still got a plan for you. Whether you've got the love of your life or you're single and you don't know what's going to happen, who am I going to marry, he's still got you. He's still there with you. So we've always got a reason to worship. You've always got one thing to be thankful for. And for me, I remember one time um, I had the w one of the worst days I can even remember, and um, it was the week we were <laughs> the week we were recording an album, right? And I got a text through from um, the worship um, pastor at my church, and he said, "Hey, Karis, can you sing um, Great Is Your Faithfulness' tonight? And how can we not give praise?' So these are two songs in the album, right? I'm like, "Are you kidding?" I had the worst day, the worst day. I was on the phone all the day crying my eyes out to everyone I was like the last thing I want to do is sing about God's faithfulness the last thing I want to do is sing how can we not give praise I'm like I have a million reasons right now to not give praise like my life is like what the heck is going on like one phone call and it's like boom everything's changed and it's like how can I not give praise? Because of this, because of this, because of this. Like, this is why I shouldn't give praise. This is why he's not faithful. This is why I shouldn't be singing these songs. But it's like, actually, in that moment, I have that decision of, do I want to go with my emotions? Do I want to look at Jesus through my circumstance? Or do I want to worship? Because actually, he is faithful. Because actually, he is good because actually he's still there. My circumstances and the world and everything will speak against it and everything will say otherwise, but he is good. Yeah, he is worthy. He is above it all. He has got my life in his hands. The Bible says that we're engraved on the palm of his hands like, oh my life, like that is incredible. That's incredible, like to be engraved on like God's hands. Like, I don't know, maybe it's the way I see it, but I'm like, oh, I just love Jesus. You know, like things look rubbish, but like he's just so good. So why would you not want to worship? Do you know what I mean? Like creation in itself is enough reason to go, God, you're so worthy. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's incredible. And when you get into worship and when you, the some of the words that we sing it's like oh my life and we realize the splendor of God and how amazing he is and then when we align our hearts and when we connect in spirit and in truth and we stand on the word of his and his testimony and what he speaks over us how can we not give praise how can we not worship him how can we not lay our life down and say lord have it all because he is so 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 good and i think when we wrap our heads around that and understand our own true meaning of worship 
that's where you'll really begin to see God move in your worship and in your life when you understand the true meaning of it and how to really worship and where you fit in it all because everyone worships differently I'll be real some people raise their hands other people don't some people will jump up and down and other people won't like you get some whack jobs but it's cool like (laughs) we're all praising Jesus but you know what I mean like you can find your own place of worship and when you do that oh it's the best you get the best intimacy with Jesus the presence of God is the best place to be if you've had a bad day for me I just worship like people know when I haven't had Jesus time is what I call it because it's like I'm not okay and that's it is that the presence of God changes you when you learn to worship when you learn to lay your life down it changes you you become a different person because in his presence is fullness of joy you know and it's like if you want to be the most joyful person in the world if you want to be the happiest person get in his presence because that's where the fullness of joy is when you worship when you serve when you do this this is where the fullness of joy is so yeah I'll just give you a couple of practical things I completely just went off on one. Oh no where's my phone there it's got the rest of my things on so just practically um how we worship or pathways to worship is what I'm going to call it is um first of all like to really get to know worship to understand worship you have to kind of practice it a little bit and practice going into the presence of God um on a daily so even if it's like there's this one guy in Bethel church he wakes up every morning and he just sings the same song every single morning as he's rushing his teeth as he's having his morning wee he will just sing the same song and it's just like a basic song but that's his worship every morning he begins with that someone else that I know wakes in the morning and just says good morning Jesus it's just like the simplest little things just to align your day and be like yeah remembering I'm worshiping you today my life is going to worship you today yeah I might not be singing but I'm going to go to work and just worship you I'm just going to be in your presence I'm just going to enjoy you but you've got to kind of practice your worship your own worship even if it's for me I put a song on in my room when I'm doing my makeup and I'll just sing I'll sing to Spotify in the morning and I'm doing my makeup and sometimes it's at 6 30 a.m. so my housemates must hate me. But that's it. It's just like I'm practicing what it is to get into the presence. I'm training myself. I'm training my heart. I'm like, come on, soul, we're gonna worship today. Do you know what I mean? And it's like it doesn't come naturally to everyone. Worship is like something that doesn't come naturally to everyone. If you're not a singer, you're gonna struggle. You know what I mean? And it's like just rehearse it like practice that getting into worship practice like just singing not that it's a show for when you go on a Sunday but it's just practicing your heart so then your heart knows oh yeah we're worshiping now you know what I mean so it's not like you have to wait to the third song it's like no no no. my heart knows I know what we're doing now my mind my heart my soul my spirit we're all aligned we're going we're worshiping because God's good do you know what I mean and then the second one what I would do is get some easy wins right easy wins my favorite things my favorite things because we ain't all got time to take half an hour out of our day put on elevation hill song and just worship do you know what I mean like real talk we don't um but like easy wins how many of us take the bus do you know what I mean so instead of like listening to like I don't know Oasis I don't know (laughs) why Oasis in my head but um instead of listening to like Oasis or instead of listening to like whoever else you might want to listen to, like, 
Drake or yeah, whatever Joe likes. <laughs> just wasn't worship on. Do you know what I mean? Like, just put some worship on and just align your heart and just be like, yeah, okay, great. Instead of listening to all these awful songs that are out at the moment about all the rubbish that is going on in the world, like, just sing about the goodness of God. Like, check a bit of King of My Heart on. You are good. Great. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so simple, but it just aligns your heart and it aligns your mind and everything. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, yeah, I feel so much better. Do you know what I mean? Because in the presence of God is fullness of joy. And so when you listen to worship and you're getting that in your system, in your mind, there's fullness of joy. So instead of sitting at work and you've got like, I don't know, sex, drugs and rock and roll that you've just listened to, you've got like how good he is or how faithful he is and that can be your motivation. Do you know what I mean? Just the simple, simple, easy wins that will prepare your heart just for worship on a daily. Have a willingness which is basically like, be willing to be led, be willing to enter in, be willing to worship instead of coming in with, oh, I, I can't bother to worship today. No, like get rid of that thinking, like come with a willingness of, I wanna worship. Yeah, God, I'm willing for you to take over. I'm willing to surrender. I'm willing to let my voice go. I'm willing to worship you. I'm willing to do all of this. Have that willingness that will kind of align yourself and, and your heart and your mind to worship. Um, and then lastly, or the last two actually, they can come together, I guess. Have a gratitude about you. So when it comes to worship, like be thankful. It's like there's always something to be thankful about. If I went through this room right now, you all have at least one thing, like at least five. <laughs> like We've got something to be thankful for. Like we've got shoes, we've got clothes, we've got breath, we've got, I don't know, whatever else, like food. We just had pancakes, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we've all got something to be thankful for. So even if it's that one thing and you're like, my life's a sham, but God, I am glad I have breath today. You know, and even if you worship from that place of, I'm glad that I can, I'm glad that I, I'm alive, I'm glad that I'm living, you know, it, it, it like, it'll change your heart and it'll change your mind. But also, what kind of connects in that is the sacrifice of worship. Because you have to be thankful, but you have to be sacrificial. So the, the Bible says to cast your burdens on the Lord. And I think in worship, that's what we have to do. Worship is like, Lord, I'm giving it all to you take it all because I just want to worship you I just take all of this rubbish that's going on in my life take all of this nonsense take all of this self all of this me thinking I just want to worship you and in that gratitude of thank you and because when you're thinking about Jesus you can't think about self you can't worry and worship at the same time because you, you're doing one or the other you're either thinking about you or you're thinking about Jesus. So you can't worship like, yeah, Lord, thank you, Jesus, but, you know, my life's rubbish, da, 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 because you, you're not worshiping. You know what I mean? It's like you, you're telling God just about the rubbish that's going on in your life. Like, that's not worship. But when you worship and you truly worship, you, you're not thinking about it. The, for a moment, like, for that time that you're in the presence of God, like, your life is just gold because it's like you don't you don't think about all the bad you don't think about the stuff that the world throws because it's worship because it's you and Jesus time it's time where you can just like have a chat with God a time where you can just praise him for who he is and then all of that just fizzles out you can't worry in worship you can't 
I don't know, you can't like think bad thoughts and worship. You can't like have sadness and worship because it's like, yeah, you can be moved with emotion, but like God's not a God of sadness. Like in his presence is fullness of joy. Like, do you know what I mean? So all of that baggage and all of those reasons to not worship, when you worship, they cease to even be. Do you know what I mean? But you have to have that sacrifice of, okay, fine, let me just do it. Let me just come and let me just worship and and see who he is. So does that make sense to you about like what worship is, why we worship? Like, because it's kind of a command. Do you know what I mean? Like in the Bible, and I can totally see why. Like David, um, a guy in the Bible again who wrote the Psalms, he worshipped in everything. It's joke. It's joke, the Psalms, right? Because you read it, he'd be like, Lord, kill this person. Do this to this person. But Lord, change my heart. You know what I mean? It's the jokest thing because he goes from one extreme to the other. Why? Because he gets in the presence of God because he understands like, okay, Lord, yeah, you're just so much better. Like, forgive me. Like, forgive me for what I just said about that person because I know that you're going to judge them anyway. So it's calm. Like, I'm just leaving it with you. Like, because he, he strengthened himself in the Lord, the Bible says. So he was so in tune with him. He was such a worshiper with David. Like, he danced naked before the Lord. It's like, I'm not advising you do that, but like, that's extreme worship right there. Because he knew what it was to worship. He knew what it was to surrender his life. And it's like, when we get to that place, maybe not naked dancing, you know, that's not great. But when we get to that place of realizing like, how much joy is in the presence of God, like, that's where the beauty comes. You know, and that's my prayer. My prayer is that I would be like David, that I would be so free, that I would be so happy and so like in love with Jesus, that I would strengthen myself in him, that my life would be worship, that who I am would just ooze worship and everything that I do, I would just bring glory to God because that's what he did. And um, I think when we get that and we understand that that's what worship is. Worship is when we're just constantly exalting God and constantly giving him honor and everything that we do through song, through your work, through school, through whatever it is. It's like that is worship when your life is just surrendered, like have it all, Lord. Like that is the true worship when you lay down your life. For the, for the cause of Jesus, when you surrender it all and say, Lord, like, this is me. You know, that's, true, that's where true worship comes. Well, and that's where you experience the fullness of joy when you allow God to shape you in that worship, in that surrender. So, yeah, does that make sense? Have I made sense? Because I get, like, yeah, but it's fine. I get carried away with these things because it's my favorite. This message was brought to you by ABC Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org or search for us on Facebook or Twitter. You can also contact us by phone on 01269 596000.